Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, film enthusiasts and newcomers alike, prepare for a cinematic journey like no other. Grab some popcorn, dim the lights, because it's about time you watch this. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Josh. And today we are... Diving back into vampire movies, Josh, yeah. because we love Fright Night. Fright Night, mm-hmm. one of your favourite movies. We Hell did that yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So I thought I'd take you back to one of my favourite vampire movies, uh. the 1992 Buffy the Vampire Slayer film. He's every girl's fantasy. I'm Pike. Hi. Hi. She's every vampire's nightmare. I'm the chosen one and there are vampires? There's something going on around here, something real weird. But together, they're turning a prom from hell. Stab him in the into a dream come true. Christy Swanson and Luke Perry. Buffy, you're not like other girls. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. All right, so I'm excited for this one because obviously this spawned a you know seven series TV show mm-hmm. and then five seasons of Angel as well, which... Oh, hold on, elaborate on that. What's... So Angel was a spinoff of Buffy. I don't know too much about that. I know that... Because you uh, haven't watched Buffy the show. TV show, no, either, have you? Because that was one of the questions oh. that I and I didn't realize. I thought there was um, a Buffy TV show with these actors yeah. and are uh, coming off of this movie. Okay, but yes. then I was like, oh no, it's just the it's just the two thousands one, right? Yeah. So there's there's a reason all that happened, and I've got facts okay. that we'll go through, and we'll get into how all that happened and why. Yeah. Um. But I'll be honest, I didn't take. Any notes while watching this movie? Okay. So like me with speed. Because I yep. love this movie. And I just sat there and I just enjoyed it. Fair enough. Because it, it, it's in my wheelhouse. It's slightly cheesy. It's Slightly? So, <laughs> it's so 90s it's not even funny. It's 100% my wheelhouse. So yep. I thought we'd just roll through some of your thoughts and feelings on this movie. And I'll just chime in with some facts okay. here and there. So I let's will, get straight into I'll it. I'll see how I go. I've got a lot here, but I'll try and rack them off fast. At the start, very, very confused because of this whole flashback like to medieval-ish times. times. And yep. I was like, is this a movie? Nope, never mind. <laughs> uh, and then cut straight to cheerleading. I was just like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> total whiplash there. Um, the credits also just seemed a bit out of place of like just the color as well and where they were positioned. I was just like, yep. It, <laughs> it seems very cheap. And oh, again, yeah. 1992, most of these sort of high school movies felt that way. Yeah. Like, they felt a little bit cheap. Um, this, Encino Man's... Have you seen Encino Man? No, but that's on our list. It's on our list, isn't so, it? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll do it, we'll do it eventually. so keen for you to watch Encino Man. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, the whole aesthetic of the movie is a little bit... Yeah. I mean, it's it felt like a tiny little bit of uh, Teen Wolf from yes. the Michael J. Fox one. Oh, yes, the, yes, that's right. Yes, the, the start of this movie just felt like that. And so um, basketball heavy, and that was, again, it's a big eighty late 80s, early 90s thing of bas- high school basketball being this huge, huge thing. In the yeah. I wonder, still has, is, I guess. But has Geordie seen that? Geordie, have you seen that? Teen Wolf? Yeah. No, she has not. Oh, oh yeah, it's on the list. Okay. My, my, my old boss from the radio station said to me when I was explaining this podcast to him, he said, Teen Wolf? And I said, <gasps> it's on the list because yes! he loves Teen Wolf. Oh, I love that so movie. it's on the list. Um, anyway, then uh, the audience at this basketball game would not be enjoying the cheerleading at all because the cheerleaders are performing to the camera, not to the audience. <laughs> the, the, the way that they're positioned is to the other ring. <laughs> There's no crowd there. And it also <laughs> makes me 
wonder, and I know this is a sort of a derogatory thing to to bring straight up, but the cheerleaders. If you watch a cheerleading movie generally, they're you know the little skirt, the the little top, that's uh, you know, the stereotypical cheerleader. Mm-hmm. This they're wearing like tights under all their cheerleading gear, and it's just a weird look. Like, I didn't I, really pay much attention. I don't know. I don't know why I thought it was a weird look, but I was just like, it just maybe it was because before I watched this, I'd started watching Bring It On, which we uh, are going to do in the coming weeks. We are going to do, yeah. And I think going from that to this, I was like, oh, it just it looks. I don't Probably know why. Warmer. It's warmer. Yeah, but they're in know. Southern California. Like, yeah, true. It's just with And where's the other team's cheerleaders? Um, Were they Just there? not good enough. Okay, let's go with Just that. not good All enough. Right, I like it. Uh, the, the, the pig was terrifying, <laughs> not the one on the poster, the real life one. The mascot. Was, Jesus Christ, Piglet, what happened to you? Um, the coach... Throughout all his scenes is very funny. He's like a he's like a uh, what's a, a supporting dad. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really know what's going on. No, like, and all of his um, comments and encouragement is just very like not typical basketball <laughs> coach talk, but very funny. Anyways, um, then we cut to Buffy's friends. I don't think we know this at the time yet, but I was like, why do I know this girl in the yeah. crowd? Um, and then I figured how, out... How long did it take you to figure out who it was? Well, there's one more note under this, which was then it cuts to them at the mall, and I saw the mic boom in the reflection of the mall floor, and I was just like, ooh, it's... You, it was low budget in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. These things happen. Anyway, then they're going up the escalator, <laughs> and I look, and the same girl comes back, and I'm like, I, you... Hillary Swank. This was Hillary Swank's first ever movie. Oh, my God. Re- oh, okay. This was before Karate Kid... Part four, I think she was. Part three, part yeah, four, four that she was in. Four. Um, this um, was before that. This was right. her first movie role. Yeah, no, because I was like, I know you. And then it just kept on coming because they get in their elevator and then this scary guy comes up at first. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Why do I know you? And then um, I knew him because of that one shot. I haven't seen this movie yet. I've only <laughs> seen the original but from Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the 70s, yep. he's the that meme of the guy pointing and he has his face wide open. And then it took me a little bit longer and I was like, that's President Snow from The Hunger Games. Certainly is, Donald Sutherland. Yep. Do you want to jump straight into the cameos? And I know that, yeah, I let's know, just rack them all because off. Because there is a lot. Uh, my next note after that was, holy shit, it's Dewey from Scream. Yes. Um, and then I didn't know the other guy who's more important to the plot. Luke but Perry? I you didn't know Luke Perry. D- he didn't seem oh, familiar That's at the a time. generational thing. So Luke Perry was the star of 90210 in the 90s. He was the teen heartthrob in the 90s. Oh, he was, was he? In, oh, yeah. Okay. He was in a bit. Going back through the trailer we heard at the start, every trailer I could find for this movie, every TV yeah. trailer, Painted the movie as a Luke Perry movie. That's how they marketed this. Interesting. Was to try and get people there because he was in it. Well, I was going to say I didn't know yeah. the actor playing uh, actress actress playing Buffy. Yep. Actually, I didn't know her Christy from anything Swanson. else. Um, then who else did we got? The one that threw me a curveball was this is so far down along the track. No. But they're playing basketball, and then yep. Ben Affleck ben is just Affleck. playing basketball, yep. and I was just like, what? What? Um, Seth Green also has a very small cameo and he's visible only for three seconds. He later <laughs> starred in the TV series. Yeah. He was in the series I, for four years. Seth Green to me is, um, he was one of the, he was the love interest for Velma in the second Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. That's why I know him. <laughs> um, uh, 
But another, yeah, another one that you won't know, but some of the older listeners will know. Ricky Lake. Uh, she has a small role as a waitress. Okay. So Ricky Lake was again going back to the nineties. She yep. was a talk show TV host, kind of like Jerry Springer. Okay. Okay. She was like a female Jerry Springer. Like she always had, right. you know, um, we're talking about relationship advice today and Sarah, your sister slept with your cousin and yeah, <laughs> was that sort of stuff. That okay. was a daytime talk show. Um, so she was she was in the original Hairspray. I haven't I haven't seen the original so Hairspray. In the original Hairspray it. movie, she was uh, the main girl and I'm completely going blank. Uh, yes, yeah, so am I. The main, oh, God. Tracy. Tracy, Tracy. Tracy, Tracy. Um, she played Tracy in the first movie. Right. And in the remake of the movie, she was one of the judges. Um, cool. So, yeah, so she had a very, very small role as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of little... Um, oh, two of the biggest ones. Oh, I yes. forgot to do a note for one oh, of yes. them. Uh, sadly, we've just lost him, but the actor who plays Pee Wee Herman. I was going to mention this because I saw your notes and I you, you'd mentioned... A particular scene, and I don't want to get to that yet because I've got lots of talking oh, we'll about do that about scene. That it's my later. favorite scene in any movie ever. Um, but, but yes, no, Paul Rubens was in this movie. Yes. And he wasn't in your notes, so I was like, I can't no, really I didn't pick up on that. I just didn't. I didn't know his name, but yes, I knew Paul it was Pee Wee. But at the same time, I was just like, oh, there's so much other stuff. I, I'll just mention him when we get there. He actually sadly passed away. Yes, the day he passed away was the 31st anniversary of this movie being released in cinemas. Oh, no way. 31 oh. years to the day wow. that he passed away. So, And Hudger... Yeah, however you say his yeah, name. Yeah, I can never say it properly. Um, he was in Blade Runner. He was the main antagonist yes. in Blade Runner. I'm blanking on that character's name, and I should yeah, know, because no, I love Blade Runner. But because you don't see... He's like face properly for a while. Yeah, they sort of keep him fairly hidden. The bad guy's not in this much in this movie much at all. But then finally, when it got to a close up of him, I was like, "Oh my god! How um, many people are they pulling in for this do you mediocre want to know, movie?" Do you want to know a dirty little secret? Okay, after we'll that, might have to throw Blade Runner on our list. No, yeah, I've never seen Blade Runner. <sighs> oh no. I know. Chris, this is not good. Did you watch twenty forty nine? That no. Okay. No. So, oh no. That that just, well that had Jared Leto in it, so I was never going to watch it anyway. But oh, this is um, true because we do not we don't we, we don't, we don't well, speak of Jared Leto anyway. Um, I'm okay. Yeah, we'll so get we'll to have, that we'll when to, we we'll get to, to that. Add, that. add that to our list. Okay. You know, I, I just thought of that when you said that. Then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I haven't actually seen that either. But yeah, anyway. no, this movie it stacked for a movie that had a low budget that wasn't really a huge thing. A lot of the studios didn't want to make this movie because it was called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They're like, nobody's going to go and see a movie called that. Like, no. um, But they pulled in a lot of people for this movie. Oh, Honestly 100%. surprised. Um, I Sorry, think back, that was, back, let's go back to your to your Yeah, back to my notes. Because um, so, yeah, no, we skipped ahead a little bit there. Guy from Scream. Um, <laughs> who the hell was that one guy at the car? Oh, so when... They leave the cinemas and then the there's the jocks in the car and they're coming down. And there's that, that that one guy who just comes up to the car and waves and then buggers off. And he's in a shot for four seconds and he waves at the, the jocks in the car and then just turns around and walks away. I remember now. I'm going completely That's blank. how fast he was in the movie yeah. and it, it didn't make sense. We have to go home tonight tried. and double check it now. It's just a guy and he- And almost like, like, oh, it was that guy. Yeah, it was that guy. Anyway, um, then it cuts to a shot of the moon and I said, I love her because for those who watched Adam's Family, you will know that yes. my character, Uncle Festa, wasn't loving the moon. Sorry, we haven't actually touched on this. Like We didn't touch no, on it last week and, and 
a couple you, of weeks you, ago. It was but, a couple of weeks ago now that you started the Adams Family for yes. the Trinity uh, College's production of it. One, incredible. And I knew you were going to be because it's you and everything <laughs> you've been in the last couple of years has been amazing. Thank you. But there's one joke. Oh, am I saying it again? Can, I have to give credit. Have to, I have to give credit to my teacher for helping make this joke. So it came out of nowhere. Yes. Go. So to set it up, I'm singing a song and I'm comparing two different things to each other and saying, was this right for this? And was this right for this? And at the end of this particular part of the song, it's, well, a billionaire is right for that submarine. And I lost my shit. And <laughs> I feel like I realised afterwards that I was pretty much the only one Audibly, like, I think everyone was like, <laughs> everyone was more like, a, oh I, shit, he just did that. He went there, but I was, I was, I audibly like burst out laughing. Mm. So good. So <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It's separate. Credit, it's separate to this movie. Credit but, to my teacher as well. But well, yeah, we just, I just had to mention that because you were incredible in that. And, you know what um, we might need to do to what? segue that conversation further. Yeah. Is continue by watching the second Adam's Family movie because I haven't seen that one either. What? I know, I know, I know. I watched the first what? one in preparation for the show and for our podcast, but I hadn't. If I'd have uh, known that, we would have done that when you were doing the show. You How know did what? I not know you need. I should have That's realized true. when you hadn't seen the first one that you wouldn't have seen value. Yeah. Anyway, oh. once oh. if when Geordie comes back, or I could maybe rope someone else from the cast yeah. into coming in. I'll ask around, hey, see what can, happens. Maybe we can make something happen. If there. you're listening and you want to, let me know. Anyway, and back if to you, if you're listening and you don't want to, too bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> back to Buffy the Vampire yes, Slayer. Back, back away from the Adam Sandler. Um, my next note. God, this is such a B movie. Not just because <laughs> it starts with a B. Like, <laughs> my God. So, to me. Yes. This was what Fright Night was. This to was me. what yes. Fright Night was to me when and I, I was understand watching it. that. Like this is, it, and even when I first put Buffy on to watch it again the other night, I was like, yes, it, that opening scene. I was like, it feels like it could have. I could have watched them back to back, and tonally, I think they would fit together. Possibly. Like if you did it, it as a double feature, I yeah. feel like they would fit together as like two parts of a movie. But I will say the one thing that will separate them is just how fast this movie flies by things. I watched three different, three or, three or four different scenes happen in the span of like five minutes. And you I was that, like, but Fright, Night, but Fright Night was like, remember I had that in my notes, Fright Night was oh, this well, movie moves really fast. Like it's really well paced. It was so, it was. This is probably a little too fast. This was an hour and 20 minutes. And, and that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it probably could have been an hour and 45. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was and, a, bit and a bit bit easier paced. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, the mum at home when she goes to leave and she just says kiss noise instead of actually giving her a kiss and just leaves. You go, mum. Um, <laughs> uh, far out. This is going so fast. What the hell? Um, um, oh, when the vampires float down in this. Movie, there's just one that you can tell was just on a on a on platform, platform or something, and that just was lowering down as he was going down. Next note, this feels like the Twilight before Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why? Why, uh, why would you think it would feel like? I don't know. Just wise? No, or? just 
shitty dodgy vampire movie. Um, oh, another cameo we forgot. The guy from Office Space. The the quirky. Oh yes, Milton from yeah. Office Space is the is the principal in this. Yes. Yep. Um, the yellow jacket that gets tossed around the friends I thought was pretty cool. Um, the two guys when they pull up to the um the top of the hill, I knew instantaneously that one, if not both of them, were yeah, gonna die. Gonna die. Yep. Next note, well he gone. <laughs> <laughs> um then Buffy and her gymnastics. Okay. That's... Oh, the montage scene? <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, not even that. Not yet. Just her doing her gymnastics. I, I think it's when the dude then shows up oh, again. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I was like, whoa, flexible, my God. <laughs> um, and then there's a ha, 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 Buffy, because someone like m- says her name like either really loud and like doesn't say it correctly yeah. or something. That. Caught me off just guard. didn't understand the script, probably. Yeah. The fact he was at the window, the reveal was great. Oh, oh. when he's floating, when David so Arquette when he... is floating at the window. You look like shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in, Pike. You're floating. <laughs> like, the interaction those two have, I think, it's is funny. Like, and that's what even um, David Arquette's gone on to say he actually made lifelong friends with most of oh. the car. Like, him and Chris Swanson are still in touch. Him and him and Luke Perry up until Luke Perry passed away a couple of years ago were, mm-hmm. were still good mates, um, and you can tell with those two like they had that chemistry of being mates. Yeah, like they had. Yeah, that scene in particular is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, no. and actually has been spoofed in The Simpsons. Has it? Oh, I think. Do you I remember the episode might know. where Bart's a vampire? Well, Mr. Burns is a vampire. I think I might know what you're talking about. And maybe. there's a scene where Bart is floating outside Lisa's window. And if you say you're a vampire, you get a free small soda at the movies. <laughs> um, no, because you can't tell at first. Like you think it's ground level, yeah. And because he's trying to open the window, outside. and you think it's a door, yeah. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, that was yeah. a good reveal. I like that. It was my first instance of using slay, but in the way that <laughs> like majority of the Earth's population does now in a slay. Um, I couldn't get. Honestly, because I sit, hear that word a lot in our well, theater, theater I feel groups. Like this is where that's original. Because obviously, Buffy's become a bit of a lexicon in in you know pop culture from the TV show now, mm. and I feel like that's where this whole slay thing has come from. Potentially, I just got it from one of my cousins. It was actually the giver a shout out um, from Lily, who played oh yes, a, yes. A Sandy in Greece back when she used to say, it, and then it kind of just caught on. But anyway, every time they say Slayer. I'm just like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah, girl. Um, Yeah, and then after that was when I realized it was President Snow. Ah, yep. (laughs) She kills someone and he just says, oh, bravo. (laughs) He's acting in this is just so like he's trying. He's very, like, he's giving it his all, but it just doesn't fit the rest of what's going on at all. Um, Montage time, baby. And this is where... (laughs) I made the best amalgamation of movies ever. I said, all right, this is the karate kid because yep. of her karate skills. Yeah. If they had the skill set and mind of Charlie Brewster from Fright Night, <laughs> but if they were Al Woods from Legally Blonde. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good description. I'll pay that. I do love that scene where she like she does the fly kick into the punching bag and she's like, Yeah, and then yeah. it comes back and whacks and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love that. Like it's still I've seen this movie a thousand times and that still makes me chuckle every time. Um She's at the prince. Uh, he is the principal, I'm presuming, and she kills that f- fake prop uh, fly, fly with the, yeah, with the, with the, the pin, pin in the mouth. That was pretty cool. Mm, I don't know what that note means. Um, <laughs> anyway, but then another one of 
Slay Buffy, you go, girl. Um, this movie just confused you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> there was so much going on. It was at such, like, I was a bit tired when I watched this. I'm not going to lie. So I was falling in and out of, oh. like, just concentration. And there was just so much going on. And because of its fast pacing, it didn't help either. Felt like a fever dream. <laughs> My God. Um, oh, no, another camera. Guy's about to die. Oh, no, another. What? Oh no, another cinema guy's about to die. Sorry, I just had dyslexic moment. Um uh, I just checked the Rotten Tomato score. I understand now. <laughs> uh one of the vampires says to another, kill him a lot. Like, just don't kill him, kill him a kill lot. Him a lot. Make sure he's dead. I think that's That's the bus. That no, no, the truck. No, the the van. The van. The After van, he yeah. loses his arm. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he puts his arm through the van trying to get Pike, and that's Pee Wee Herman, yep. and gets hit by a, a tree, tree branch and loses his arm. Yep. Which becomes a bit of a running gag throughout the movie as well. Yeah. And then Buffy just shows out of nowhere. Yeah, which I thought was really odd with that scene as How well. How does she know yeah. where to go? I mean, is it from the cramps? Well, again, the cramps. <laughs> we'll get into that when we. Yeah. When I delve into the history of this, because this movie has a. Fairly long and complicated history as well. Well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> um, another note, the script is scripting so hard right now just because of the dialogue. I was like, yeah. I was a bit like, whoa, they're setting the romance up for Pike and Buffy quite quick. They're, they're strangers two days ago. And I feel mm. like that was probably more studio notes probably. than anything else. I think that was, and even looking at some of the marketing I've seen for this movie now, like when I was going back for for this episode, it was marketed as a almost like a rom com between yeah. the two of them. Like it wasn't, but it just happened, and it's just sort of yeah. I think they were just sort of pushing that there. Um, because you could have yeah. got through the movie and they could have just been friends, and it exactly been, that would have been fine. You know, nah. um, I don't know who says this line. You'll probably know. But it was the, I see now the error of my mistake. I think someone had either just died or they'd done something wrong. That it was one of the vampires. Donald Sutherland, uh, Merrick the Watcher. Oh, he, yeah, when he, he dies. dies. Maybe that's when that was. <laughs> He's death. Yeah. It was just, he wasn't dying. He was just there. He got paid that day. He wasn't trying. No, and there's there was there was issues with Donald Sutherland throughout the entire making of this movie as well. So mm. um the Ben Affleck just came <laughs> up. Um and now you're a cult 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 rack? That's what Pike oh, says to now one you're of a them. Coat rack. Yeah. Because he he stakes him. Oh yeah. He stakes him, like, now you're a coat rack. That's right. He's got the, oh no, here's yeah. the dying part part. I said, No, bro was barely acting at all. You're literally dying, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Another line of, this dialogue is dialoguing right now so hard. Um, the Hug the World banner. Oh, yes, for the prom. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I'm not disappointed. I'm just angry and rides off on his motorbike. <laughs> um, he moved on fast, but then he shaves himself up and looks pretty Goes sharp for prom. Because, yeah, prom just happens Prom's as happening. well. And this whole thing is that he says, oh, you know, I don't want to go to prom. I, you know, why would I go? Why are you going, Buffy? There's vampires. We're just like vampires. And all of a sudden he's just like, oh, I kind of like this girl. Might just crash her prom. Because it's never set up that he's a student at the school. Oh, my God, it? you're right. 
<gasps> like they see him at the no, movies yeah. and at the restaurant. He's never at the school. So mm. what does he? Interesting. Just rock up to their prom. I guess he must have. I, I thought didn't you have to. I don't know much oh, about American proms. I didn't spend a long time since I've well, been I mean, to the ball. Well, I mean, for that stuff. Cha Cha from Greece, like you know. She no, but just she was no, because she was um, Danny's date. No, but she wasn't from the school. I don't yeah, know. but she was. Yeah, but she was invited and would have had. Oh, a ticket. well, I guess so. But yeah, yeah this man just rocked, rocked up. up. He just rocked anyway. Up. What a man. Yeah. Um, Take him what he wants by the sounds of it. Like yeah, the prom, the prom scenes where everything starts going down. This is the queen of B movies, my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, this is when it comes to. I think what you want to touch on is yes. why is this man not dying? Yes. I'm so lost. Yes. As I've got in my little, at the start of my notes, the greatest death scene in cinema history. You can't even call it that because he doesn't die. No. It's, <laughs> that was not in the script. That was Paul Rubens on his own Why? being hilarious. So he gets staked. Yep. Buffy stakes him. So he's the, the henchman of the bad guy. And he falls down. And then she goes to face the bad guy and he stands up and he's, ugh, 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 ugh. And then he's like, Climbing backwards down the hallway, yeah. and he's like, "This is one bit where he like kicks the wall." He's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Like kicking the wall, and he's like, "And I just love it because, as you know, with the movies we've done with like Flying High and yeah. and, and it's that Naked kind Gun, of those ones, it's that sort of just dumb humor that I just I fall in love with. Yeah, and that for me is just perfect. And then the fact that the joke doesn't end there. It comes back in the mid-credits scene. Because before Marvel was cool, Before Marvel was this. cool, Buffy was doing post-credit scenes, and it's funny we should get to that because there's a there's a tie in there anyway. Oh. Um, but the mid-credits scene for this movie is him still in the hallway going, oh, 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 still dying. Like, it's ridiculous. So dumb. So dumb. It's so good. So good. I defy you to find a better death scene in cinema history. I'll try. I'll do some homework. I don't think you can. I don't <laughs> think you'll find one. It's hands down the best one ever. Um, the vampires obviously don't want to stop her because they're taking so much time in trying to kill her. Like, there are so many instances where they could just kill her there on and the spot. And there's so many, like, in the fight scenes, the fights are so very slow. Oh, and they're so very it's bad. like, oh, flip. And they're so And then on bad. to the next one. Like, it's a, it's... The fight choreography was not very good. I wouldn't call it choreography. Yeah, I, was, I don't know if you can. No, no. Um, he, Rudger, Rudger Howers, his name's hard to say. It is very hard to say. Just whips out a samurai sword. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> Which vampire uses a samurai sword? Yeah. This guy. You know what? Don't care. Don't awesome. care. It's awesome. And then we get an abundance of cartwheels because cartwheels were set up earlier because she does cheerleading. So defeat the vampires with the cartwheels. That's what she does. Although it was pretty funny, and She's I liked gymnast. it. It's just very, very funny. Um, then, oh, my Lord, she did it. Um, everyone at that prom does not give two shits as to what is going on at the very end. <laughs> I love the fact that the principal's walking around going, detention, detention, detention. 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 Like, detention, just, detention. Just, just, <laughs> just like... Dead vampires are a normal thing. And they were your students. Yeah. And they're sitting there, blood yeah. and steak attention. and attention. attention. I don't think they'll be showing up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then at the end, they all just, 
everyone else who's still alive who didn't die a brutal death and got a detention <laughs> or just <laughs> stand up and then just walk out with their partners. Yeah. The ball's finished. I may as well just go home. <laughs> Prom's a magical night. Like, you know, I mean, Mike's one. not coming home. He's dead, but yeah. like, I'll go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> Time to go home now. Like, it was so funny. Um, the this I then got to the last line of the movie, but then because of the post credit scene, it yeah. wasn't. But to finish off the proper movie, the last line of this movie was, "This is a good thing." <laughs> it just ends. Was it, Josh? Was it a good thing? Yes. We'll talk yeah, about. We'll talk, mm, yes. All right. We'll talk about this in a minute. My last. So, my last oh, note yes, was. Yes. Um, I love it, but it's just so half baked. <laughs> Definitely a Chris movie. Accurate, accurate description. <laughs> I would say. So look, most people now, when they think of Buffy, they think of Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes. Um. So Joss Whedon, who created the Buffy TV show, was the director mm-hmm. of the Avengers. And then did he do Justice League stuff? Yes, yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that, no, right. no. but he did. But he wrote this, so this was his script. Oh, so he's okay. actually written a lot of movies. How did he continue? Because um, this dialogue was dialoguing. <laughs> was. So he is a third-generation TV writer. His father wrote for the Golden Girls in the 80s. Oh, wow. His grandfather wrote for the Donna Richo and the Dick Van Dyke Show. His mother was also a writer and worked as a teacher. Uh, growing up, his parents all acted in local plays together. So there you go. Um, so his first TV writing job was on Roseanne. I don't know if I know that one. Uh, Roseanne TV show. You never seen Roseanne? Oh, I don't. Uh, I've heard of that one. Uh, he provided uncredited edits on movie scripts, including Speed, <gasps> Waterworld, and Twister. I haven't seen Waterworld. Uh, get to. He also, and I haven't got it in my notes here, but I know for a fact that he also either rewrote or wrote most of Toy Story. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he saw Buffy as the opposite of a typical horror movie character. He wanted it to be a stark contrast from the little blonde girl who goes into a dark alley and gets killed in every horror movie. Yeah. In this one, you know, the, the monster doesn't chase the girls, the girl chases the monster. Yeah, that was that's the whole. Cool. Um, so the Buffy script was brought by Dolly Parton's production company. In 1991. So many people are tied to this that you and, wouldn't expect And at Dolly all. is actually a producer on the TV series as well. Okay. So we have Dolly to thank. Oh, Studios hated the name Buffy for the movie, but Whedon chose it to juxtapose a silly name with a powerful female hero. He thought the title was a throwback to the horror B movies and audiences would love seeing a more modern female oh, character true. and fresh dialogue mixed uh, that reimagined old horror tropes. Well, you can tell that the dialogue was from the 90s. I mean, very 90s. It's very, it's 90s. very 90s. Now, unfortunately, now I don't know how much of this story you know, but I'm going to I'm going to get into it because I'll learn right now. So, uh in July 2020, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League, yes. He came out about how Joss Whedon treated the cast and crew he worked with. Jason Momoa then confirmed that serious stuff went down during filming. A subsequent investigation by HBO parent company Warner Media resulted in the company ending their relationship with Joss Whedon. Ooh. Uh, after that, Buffy and Angel star Charisma Carpenter, uh, she spoke out in February 2021 saying that Whedon abused his power on set and cruelty made him a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said her years of experience working with the writer and producer that uh, he amused himself by calling her fat while she was five foot seven actress was pregnant and weighed oh. just 126 pounds. So that's like 60, 50 kilos. Oh, my God. Um <clears throat> 
So other female stars from Buffy have also then confirmed that inappropriate behaviour. Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, who you might know as, oh, what would you have seen her in? Do you ever watch Gossip Girl? No. Uh, Harriet the Spy, have you ever seen that movie? No. Uh, I don't know where you would know. Yeah. You, you know, I might you, see if you saw her, if yeah. you saw a photo, you'd know. Uh, she played Dawn in the TV show of Buffy. Okay. She said that Joss Whedon's uh, behavior was so inappropriate. A rule was created where he was not allowed to be alone with her on set. Okay. Wow. Yep. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar also expressed that while she loves the role that made her famous, she can't stand behind Joss Whedon. Yep. Now this all happened obviously after uh, Justice League, and there was a lot of uh, big. Big things happening. Big things happening that. with Justice League, and he was brought in to redo that after he did so well with the Avengers. Up until the <laughs> Avengers, he was the it guy for superhero stuff in Hollywood. He, mm. you know, he knew what he was talking about, knew what he was doing. This all came out, uh, and and his career basically stopped there. So, mm. you know, it's obviously you know, he, he's made this incredible legacy with with Buffy and the TV show, and you know that. TV show still carries on into today, but there is this dark story behind all that as well, which is really hard to sort of, yeah, that's you, sort of you can't touch on this movie and, and the show without talking, talking about, about him, right. that stuff as well. So uh, back into the movie now. Yes. The, the dark stuff is, is okay. behind us now. Put it behind. Um, he actually wanted Alyssa Milano to play Buffy. Hold on. You're going to have to remind me. Uh, Alyssa Milano was in Charmed. I've oh, Charmed. Again, you're, this just shows how... You are when we well, talk about this I stuff. I know a lot of things, but um, not everything. Let's see if I can find her. Apparently, uh, Joss Whedon's biggest personal challenge when filming this movie was working with Donald Sutherland. He said he would rewrite all his dialogue and the director would let him. He can't write. He's not a writer, so the dialogue didn't make any sense and mm. he had a very bad attitude. He was rude to the director. He was rude to everyone around him. He was just a real pain. Josh said, to see him destroying my stuff, some people didn't notice. Some people liked him in the movie because he's Donald Sutherland. He's a great actor. He can read the phone book and I'm interested. But the thing is, he acts well enough that you don't notice with his little rewrites and his little ideas about what his characters do that he was actually destroying the movie more than Rutger was. Well, that makes a lot of sense because his character was whack. Yeah, just crazy. Um, Elements from the original script that didn't make it into the film included Merrick's suicide. So he wasn't killed in the movie. Originally, he killed himself. Okay. Uh, and Buffy burning down the school gym at the end of the prom to kill all the vampires. Now, that's a way to was, send out that movie. That would have been the icing on the cake. Now, that actually made it into the TV show. That was... Ooh. So the TV show picks up after the movie. Oh, so is it the same universe? It, sort Kinda? of. Okay. But it's more based on his original script. But oh, okay. it's, so it's her moving to a new small town to get away from LA with her mum after her parents' divorce. I feel like there's a lot of plots anyway. Yeah, and it's it starts from there. So um, in the film, she was a high school senior. Obviously, the TV series made her a sophomore, so it made her younger. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's, there's so much stuff for this movie. Um, in the movie, we talked about uh, when she was experiencing the, the menstrual cramps. Yes. Um, when she's near a vampire, um, that was just that well, it's, it's not was. really explained, and it, they don't really they don't do that in the TV show. But they talk about how she should be able to sense and feel when a vampire is near. Okay, and that's sort of what the movie is alluding to. And again, if I think they were given a chance to grow the movie and make it an hour and forty five instead of an hour and twenty, and then that sort of stuff might have actually been explored and mentioned, yep. and you would actually you know understand a lot more of that because like stuff. this. 
this movie has a lot of potential, which is why then we ended up with a TV show. Yep. But I would have, I would love to see a different version of this movie that still kept the B movie feeling, but just had more for it. Was yeah. a bit longer, not too long that you over, 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 I don't know, put too much into it, but it just, it did need more. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, um, so after seeing the finished product, so Joss Whedon walked off set after he was fighting with Donald oh, Sutherland. He okay. was like, okay, I can't be here. I can't Jeez. be part of this. He saw the finished product and felt that the film didn't quite get the character. No. Um, inspired by his dissatisfaction, he wrote the pilot for what would then become the Buffy television series, which, as we said, went for seven years. Yep. There was a spinoff, Angel, which ran for five seasons as well. Okay. Uh, and is far better than this movie. Well, I love this movie, well, as I said. Probably doesn't take much. But I, I would be interested to see what I did with Geordie. So I tried to get Geordie to watch Buffy mm. a couple of years ago, and she could never get into it. Okay. Because we started from the very start and tried to do it in order. Yeah. I said, right, I'm going to pick out five really good episodes. Like really, Because obviously TV shows have some episodes which are fillers at something. I picked out five of the standouts. I said, we watch these five episodes. If you're still not hooked by that point, mm-hmm. I won't bother you again. Yep. But if you do... We'll go back to the start and watch. Okay. We went back to the start and watch. Oh, yes. It did, it did hook her. So okay. um, it's it's well worth a look. I ne- I do need to give it a look. It, it's worth it's worth sitting there. Maybe next year. Maybe not when you're coming up to your 12 exams, Josh. Maybe yes, yes, give yes, you, yes. Maybe, maybe we can pencil it for next year. Uh, when we oh, get around to doing the TV shows, that oh, yeah, we, you, you should have watched that, this TV show idea. that we talked about. If if you guys think that's a good idea, let us yeah, know. Yeah, well, I know your mate Charlie was at me to watch Breaking oh, yeah, Bad. yeah, that's so right. It yep. could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Um. So this movie had a $7 million budget. Very, very small. Very small. Which, looking at it, you can kind of tell that the budget wasn't that huge. Mm. Although the flying stuff, and it's done fairly well. The f- the, like flying around. Like well, like when Pike's flying up above, like, you, oh, well, that one shot was not good. Not Pike, he's Benny. He's, um, ben, yeah. It made $16.5 at the box office. <laughs> so <laughs> Far out. So did okay. It, well, yeah. Um, not, not great, but it's, it's over doubled its budget. So, yeah, true. um, not, not too bad, but as I said, like it was marketed so heavily on that other guy poorly. Oh, but, oh yeah. Okay. Like it was, it was marketed as a Luke Perry movie, yeah. not as a vampire movie or a comedy or a, it was a romantic comedy. That's bizarre. Yeah. It was just marketed really poorly. It's like That's almost weird. like the studio had no faith in it after they watched it. Hmm. Bizarre. Yeah. Um, all right. Josh, the important question. Yep. Would you or would you not recommend this movie and why? Oh, God. I don't know. Because <laughs> watching it, though, I did enjoy it. After after watching it, I was just like, look, I would, I would put this on again. I would watch it and probably with more concentration so that I could... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> ma- ma- if you went half asleep, yeah. then it might make a little bit... I'm not guaranteeing it will make more sense, but probably it might. Probably not, but... It might. It it did just have that, and like like we said before, like it feels a little bit like that feeling of fright night as well. And I understand, yeah. I understand where you're coming from from that too. It so. plays up on those tropes of you yeah. know, wanting to pay homage to those B movies, the yeah. monster movies, the vampire movies from um, the seventies and eighties. I don't know, but it, it did. As I was watching, it, I was like, this does have just it has a feeling to it. Yeah, it definitely. I don't know. This might be the first time that I say I'm not going to recommend oh. it only because like, I just don't know who to like, there's, yeah, okay, it, yeah, it could go, that. it could go one of either ways. 
like there could be people like like us who who'd find little charm in it and then but there could be the people who like yourself and many others who might be like the big fan base for it but i just don't know who those people are yeah like if i were to go to school tomorrow and say I hey guys go and watch this movie th- like, i don't think there'd be someone that i could pick to be like hey have you yeah, do, okay, you, yeah, do you know of or would like to watch the buffy the vampire movie yeah like they probably and heard if you of did the, they'd probably go Oh, you the TV show, and you'd be like, no, no, there was a movie. Like yeah. a lot of people don't even realize that it was. And because that yeah. was that, well, I think I mentioned it at the start of this. But when I messaged you, I yeah. had to clarify. I was like, do I have to watch the TV show before this or afterwards? Yeah. Not realizing that, that it was the um, yeah, TV show came after. Yep. Um, but yeah, Ooh. so I honestly, I don't know. The better way to put it is, I don't know who to recommend it to. Okay. Like okay. I'll, I'll, I could, I'll I could go. That, ho- I'll accept that answer. I could go home and watch it tonight, but I just don't know. You couldn't invite anyone to. else off the top of your head to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. there's there's two mates of mine. We do a um, we tend to do a shitty movie day, like a couple of times yeah. a year, and we watch all the um like Mega Shark versus yeah. Crocosaurus <laughs> and all those kind of things. And I feel like this could be a movie that's in the line of like so- doing something like that. Bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I like it. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll who, who would you, who would you recommend it to? Who would I recommend this movie yeah. to? Is there a person oh. or a group that you reckon you could? Now that you say that, probably not. Mm. Like, it's one of those things that I would tell anybody to give it a shot. Yep. Because um, it is on Disney Plus. Yes, it's it's there, ready to be watched. It was it was, it was on my list actually before you even yeah. had put it on our list. Yeah. So, which I actually find odd that. Buffy isn't on Disney Plus anymore. The TV series isn't yeah, there, I don't think. Is it? Yeah, it's is there. It, it was there for a while, and then they took it off. No, it's back. It's back. It's back. Okay. I checked last night afterwards because well, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to watch the TV show. If you are listening and you haven't seen either, watch the movie, then watch the first season of the TV show. Give us a go. First season's only 12 episodes. Okay. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. And let us know what you think because yeah. it, it, was, it was a different one. Drop, drop comments. If you've seen this movie and you love it or you've seen this movie and you hate it, Comment in the on our socials. Let us know what you think about it. If mm-hmm. you decide to watch it because of this podcast, yep. I don't know why you would, but uh, give it a watch. Let us know what you think. Um, Although it's no Grease too, like that thing's like in the dumps. Like this is, I think I would watch this over Grease too. Let's just say that. And on that note, <laughs> uh, but, uh, who was it? Sorry, no. Just sidetracking a little bit, we had a, a breakup party for uh, Red Doors Priscilla. A yes, we did weeks a couple ago, of weeks ago. And someone came, oh, it was Maddie Hegedus, came mm-hmm. running up to me and said, I love Grease too as well. Oh, my. And I was like, Vindication. <laughs> yes. And that was when I, I told nearly her, left. We were doing karaoke and I said, The songs from Grease 2 are on this. And she was like, Oh, my God. I'm like, Yeah. That didn't end up doing anything. Did you did you uh, do any more research as to why Grease Lightning wasn't on no, that thing, but reproduction it was? It's a, it's a karaoke uh, online program called Carafun, uh, and for Pretty some good. reason, Grease Lightning wasn't in there. But reproduction from Grease Two. Reproduction was. from Grease Two. Well, that's probably uh. just because it was a better film. Like that's you can't you can't blame Carafun for that. Like it just had a superior soundtrack. It's not their fault. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to leave it there. Yeah. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative podcast.